Hey, this is Victor Lopez, pastor at Grace Point Church, and this is our podcast. Hey, we just want to say thanks for joining us today. We hope this encourages you. We hope it builds your faith. We hope it reminds you just how much God loves you. Enjoy the message. So, um, church code. Uh, Over the next few um, weeks, we are going to begin a series of Sunday talks over um, why the church is important and why it's important to us and why it's important to you. Um, I don't want you to think that this is a series. Well, I don't need to know why the church is important. Uh, Listen to me. Everything that has to do with anything of you has to do with the church. Amen? Like, if there's something in your life that's missing, I can promise you the answer is in the house of God. I can promise you that, like, I, so I don't want you to think, well, I don't need this. I'm, I'm, I'm after, we call it self-needs. I'm after healing. I'm after uh, my marriage to get better. I'm after this. I'm after that. No, no, listen to me. What you're after is being in the house of God. Like, that's what you need. Here's an alarming statistic, right? I mean, just absolutely alarming. On average, the average churchgoer, now this is America, uh, goes to church three times every six, six to eight weeks. That is on average. And I will tell you, that is about average here at Grace Point, too. For, for about 60 pe- 60% of people, that's about average. If we had everybody that comes to church here at one time, we would not fit in this church. That's just the truth. And, and on average, people attend church about three times every 60 days. Can I tell you something? You can't do anything good and consistent by being at church three, I mean, like, come on, try eating good three times every 60 days and see how that does for you, right? I got me a six-pack, you know what I mean? I, now, flip that and have three cheat meals in 60 days and see what that does, you know? I mean, there's nothing you can do that will benefit you if you only do it three times every 60 days, and yet that is the national average of how many times people go to church. And I think, well, what, what's the reason? Well, you know, there's a lot of reasons. I think uh, one of the big reasons is, is social media and, and, and internet and technology. And we think, um, well, I can, I can watch something online or I can read my YouVersion Bible and, and I could, you know, do a devotional. And, and, but can I tell you something? Those things are great, but it's, it does not give you community. What you need is community. And there's, there's other reasons, you know, like, well, my, my kids are going to go pro in football. No, they're not. You know, it's probably not. You know, I'm on 14 travel teams. Look, I get it, you know, and, you know, maybe that's your, your one in a million shot, you know. I, I, look, I, don't get upset when, when, when you grow up and those kids grow up and they don't go to church because you only went to church two times every 80 days. <laughs> You're not going to like me after this series, I promise you that. I mean, it's, it's just not, it's not feasible for us to think, well, um, you know, it's, it's just church is not priority to us. Listen, church is what you need. Amen. Church is important. I mean, I, I can't tell you, you know, um, three times every eight weeks, there's nothing you can do good. Three, I mean, try to be consistent at anything. You know, you're going to learn, learn the guitar. No, you can't learn the guitar practicing three times. Every eight weeks for 30 minutes, an hour and a half. I mean, church is important. Amen? Yes. Okay, good. Have you ever, um, have you ever, or maybe someone that you know, dated someone, and you were like, um, dude, they got a great personality. 
But, come on, help me out, church. Like, they, they got a great, you know, like, dude, like, yeah, you should date her, I mean, or him. You know, they got a great personality, but their teeth are all crooked. Or they ain't got no teeth, amen? They got a great personality, you know, uh, like, uh, I, I dated a girl one time, just once. Just once. I met my wife and it was over. I'm kidding. And so I dated a girl one time. And uh, I remember it like, I don't think my wife knows the story. Like we went to the movies that day and uh, it was just one time. And, and you know, she was, she was a pretty girl. I'm going to get in trouble. And uh, <laughs> I'm not going to be here next Sunday, guys. It's just, it is what it is. This is my last sermon. Amen. Uh, kidding. Uh, so, <laughs> and, um, um, and so we go to the movies, and, 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 and I'm like, you know, we, we just sit there, and we didn't get anything up front. We just got to the movie, sat down, and, and, and then I, I, I sat down next to her, and well, it was like two seats away from her, and, uh, <laughs> and then I leaned over, and I said, this was, this was a long time ago. I leaned over to her, and <laughs> I'm in trouble already, you know. I leaned over to her and said, hey, you want some popcorn? And she leaned up to me. She said, No. And the breath that came from, it was over. Like, I was like, you know, you, she's got a great personality. She's pretty but You know what I mean? Like, her breath stank. You know what I mean? And like, it didn't, st- all right, never mind. I shared, I shared my life story. I'm going to be in trouble. And that's how y'all treat me. Amen. So. Like, like, I mean, like, I'm, I'm, I'm good, you know, like, you know, she has a great personality, but, you know, her pinky toe is bigger than her big toe. Like, ugh. Come on, somebody. You know, she got a great personality, but, but he got a great personality, but he still wears Jinkos. You know what I mean? Like, y'all remember Jinkos? No, no, y'all don't. Big old pants, real wide at the bottom, and if it was raining, it was like two inches up, it was wet all around. You know what I mean? Like, he's got a great personality, but they listen to Creed. And you know what I mean? Like, they got nose hairs. I, you know, the list goes on. I mean, they're nice, but I think that's how we feel about the church sometimes. You know? Like, the house of God, right? Like, like you know, like, it, it's, like it's nice, and the, right? Like, I like the church. I love Jesus. Oh, do you? Yeah, man, I, I, I love Jesus. Where do you go to church? I, I, don't, I don't go to church. What? You mean you love Jesus? Yeah, dude, I'm in love with Jesus. I, I'm, dude, I'm a hardcore soldier for Christ, dog. You know what I mean? You see all these people, right? Like, I'm a hardcore gangster for Jesus. You know what I mean? Where do you go to church? I, you know, I just do my own thing, man. <laughs> Wait, hold up. Wait a minute. Wait, like, oh, I, I watch online sometimes, and, you know, I read my Bible, you know, but I have a friend that I talk to about Jesus sometimes, you know, but, but, but church isn't for me. But I love Jesus. And look at Ephesians chapter 5, verse 23, because, because I mean, you, you, come on, say, I love Jesus. I'm glad you love Jesus because you're in, in the house this morning. And, and it says, for the husband is the head of the wife as Christ, Jesus, is the head of the what? Of which he is Savior. So, I love Jesus, but I don't go to church. You you can't separate Jesus 
from the church. Jesus is the head of the church. Jesus, what Jesus is most passionate about, can I tell you something, is the church. The best thing Jesus ever did was establish the church. You know, Jesus was a carpenter, right? He built tables. Those tables are gone. He built chairs. Those chairs are gone. You know what he did build that has, has, has lasted throughout eternity and will last forever? It's the church. Jesus is passionate about the church. Jesus wants you to be in church. See, now listen, I love Jesus. No, no, you don't. Don't tell me that because you're not in church. The way you, point number one is sin. the way you love Jesus is by loving his church. Don't, don't get, don't act like, I love Jesus, but, but the church is Jesus' body. Are you getting this? Like, like, that means that sometimes Jesus has a great personality, but his body be tripping. Ha <laughs> ha, you know what I mean? Like, I love Jesus, but his body hurt me. I love Jesus, but somebody lied to me one time in his body, the left pinky. You know what I mean? Well, I love Jesus, but, but his body offended me, was rude to me. His body was having a bad day. Yeah, but, but wait a minute. You are his body. Not loving Jesus is like, it's so dumb because it's like not loving yourself. Giving up on the church is like giving up on yourself. Walking away from the church is like walking away from yourself. Because can I help you out? You are the church. It is the craziest thing to me. Oh, I'm just, I'm, I'm done. Like, you know, like, like John 15, 4. Uh, put it up there, guys. Like, because, because the DNA, like, see, see, the Bible says, remain in me as also I remain in you. No, no branch can bear fruit by itself. Amen. If it must remain in the vine, neither can you bear fruit unless you remain in me. So this is simple as simple can get, right? Because sometimes I think, well, we need the real deep things or we need the deep thing. No, you don't need nothing deep. You, you want it deep so you don't have to dig. Listen to me. This is easy. This is simple for you. Ready? You cannot bear fruit apart of Jesus. Jesus is the head of the church. I'm telling you this morning, you cannot bear fruit apart from the church. You just can't do it. There's no such thing as a successful Christian island. Come on, help me out, right? Your, your DNA is church. You can't love Jesus and not love his crazy body. Amen? I love your body. You know? I feel like that's like a boys to men song or something, you know? I was going to say R. Kelly, but don't do that in church. Ha! <laughs> Pray for R. Kelly. He loves Jesus, loves R. Kelly too. See that some of y'all religious people are like, no, he don't. Yeah, he does. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Jesus loves the people you hate. That's a whole other message. You can't love Jesus and not love his body. There is no such thing as a successful arm. <laughs> you imagine this? You know, this is my arm here. Hey, arm. Hey, Pastor. Hey, um. What's going on? Well, you know, I just think it's time for me to go. <laughs> Where are you going? I'm just going to do my own thing. You, you know that's not how it works, right? Yeah, I, I, you know, but I just feel called to go do something else. Wait. 
arm. You don't even have a mind. <laughs> You're just an arm. And the second you say, well, I'm just going to go do something else. You know, I know everything's happened to me here and everything's good and I got good fruit here and everything's good, but I think it's time for me to move on. You're an arm. You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't work that way. You, you're, 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 you know, like, it's it just, it, it, like, you don't even have a mind. You need the body. Come on, say, I need the body. Amen? I, I you, you will, there's no such thing as a, success, as a successful arm. You will function best when you're connected to the what? The body. Imagine the arm telling you, like, hey, man, I'm just going to start my own body. But that's what's happened. Everywhere. Even in this city, across the city, this morning, there's a bunch of arms meeting. Imagine if everybody just got together and said, we're just going we to be the body. Don't get me started. I was mowing my lawn yesterday, and, uh, <clears throat> um, and uh, I, I, it, it, was, it wasn't even that high. I just wanted it to look nice because I don't want to mow it the rest of the winter. You know what I mean? And uh, I come across this, um, this, this, this tree in the backyard, and, and it stays there. And uh, I'm going to get out of this stuff. And as I was mowing, there's these branches. I'm like, oh, I don't need this water. Um, and I'm like, oh, this is cool. And, and God immediately said to me as I was mowing, because that's when he likes to talk to me, because I never mow. Amen. And um, he said, this is, this is what it looks like to not be in church. And it was, what, what, what caught my attention was what, is that they were still... These, these limbs were still close to the tree. <laughs> but they weren't a part of it. And so many times, we want the benefit of what it looks like and what it feels like and what it takes to be a part of the tree. So we want to stay close to the tree. But the truth is we're not a part of the tree. And when it rains, come on, watch this, we don't get watered. When it rains, this would get wet, but it would not get watered. Don't, don't, don't miss it. They were close to the tree. You know what? They were, they were three times every eight weeks. But they weren't getting watered enough to, to, to survive within community. I'm like, God, you, 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 you that blew my mind. I'm like, I'm just trying to mow the lawn. Don't be trying to give me revelation right now. Like, <laughs> I'm like, Jesus. I, and I just, I literally stopped right there and just was just like, started writing on my phone because that's, that's how I usually get my messages. And, and, and I'm like, you know, like, and then, and then he gave me this, this fruit. This is great piece of fruit. It's good. Matter of fact, the fruit would essentially come from the branch. Amen. And, but listen to me. I'm like, God, like, we're designed to stay connected 
to the system. You are designed to stay connected to the church, the tree. As long as you are connected here, if it rains, come on church, you get watered, amen? If it rains, you get watered. But the second you drop off and life goes crazy and now we think, well, I have to water myself. We begin to water the fruit, not realizing that the only reason we have fruit and the only reason we are a branch is because we're connected to the roots that Jesus Christ established in the church. Are you hearing this? The fruit isn't what has the roots, church. You can water yourself all day long. Can I tell you something? It will not produce. You can water the fruit all day long. Can I tell you something? It will not produce. But if it stay, if you stay connected to the church, if you stay connected to the roots, when it waters, you get fed. Well, you see, you don't understand. You don't even got to. When it waters, you get fed. You cannot expect the benefit of the tree when you drop off of the tree. This drives me crazy. This drives me nuts. People want the benefit of the community when they drop off of the community. Oh, yeah, but here's, here's what they do. They drop off and they stay close. And they don't tell anybody they dropped off. And they don't tell anybody they leave. And they don't tell anybody they're not going to church. But they just want to stay close enough. That way, if they need your help, they can reach out to you. Woo. You, 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 you cannot expect the benefit of community without being connected to it. God will never, here's the thing. God will never tell you, don't go to church. He's just not going to do it. The fruit isn't what has the roots. Well, I feel led. <laughs> Come on, help me out. I feel led by the Spirit of God that this is not the place for me. But you felt led that two years ago at your other church too. And you felt that four years ago before that church at your other church too. The, the, <laughs> the problem isn't the church, the problem is you. I just feel led that it's my time to go do me. And now I, you know what you're doing? You're going to go water yourself. You know what you should do when you feel like you're in these seasons of, well, I don't know where I should be and I don't know, I'm tired, I'm I'm upset, I, you know, I'm offended. I love Jesus, but the body's tripping. You know what you do in those seasons? You water the tree. <laughs> what? Yeah, I know. I know. You give more. You serve more. You get even more involved in the church. In those seasons you feel like giving up, it's not time to walk away. It's time to run to the house. Because the only thing that's going to bring you more fruit is you watering the church, the tree, the house, the thing that has the roots. And so many people, they're like, I'm going to do me. I'm going to do me. I'm, going to, I'm out of here. I'm going to go somewhere else. No, because you, you're just caught up in watering yourself. Don't buy the lie. It ain't the church. It's you, homie. Oh, you, I mean, like, church is important. You know, if you're here this morning, you ought to be like, ask for me in my house. 
we are going to serve the Lord. You ought to look at your teenager and say, hey, wake your butt up. Are you in my house? Yeah. Then we're going to serve the Lord. Are you, yeah, yeah, are you, are you, are you, yeah, wake, wake your butt up, you going to kids' church. Wake your butt up, you got, you got youth group tonight. As for me and my house, we are serving the Lord. You ain't want to hear this message because it hit too hard to home. You're like, ah, but you know, but they don't want to come to church. Yeah, yeah, no, no, as for me and my house, are they in your house? Then they should be in the house of God. Every answer that you need has to be, is designed for you to be in community. That's how God created us. He created us for community. That is it. That in heaven, you're gonna, it's gonna be just one big community, right? You're not gonna be able to be like, ah, just, I'm not gonna do that. No, no, no. It's just gonna be Jesus and community. That's it. They're going to be like, you know, well, where's the Catholic Church? Where's the Church of Christ? Where's the First Presbyterian? Where's the First Baptist, Second Baptist, Third Baptist, Fourth Baptist? I don't know how many Baptists are there. Like, where is it at? It doesn't work that way because y'all did that. Because y'all, y'all, got, y'all, y'all started tripping. You started creating things for yourself. This is going to be one church because there's only one Jesus. So here's church code number one. If you're taking notes, every, every end of service, we're going to have a church code. And here's church code number one for this first message. God, don't do something for me. Do something through me. That is our first church code for this series. God, don't do something for me. Don't you come in here to this church saying, well, I mean, you may. But if you're smart, you'd be like, well, I'm not here so God can do something for me. Because you'll miss it every single time. You come in and you'd be like, God, from now on, God, do something through me. Hey, if you enjoyed today's message, hey, would you do a few things for us? Number one, subscribe, rate, and review today's podcast. Also, you could help us reach others by heading over to gracepointchurch.faith and clicking on the give link. Hey, thanks for joining us and God bless.